Marketing your business can be challenging. There are so many tools out there, not to mention the various strategies you'll need to develop in order to ensure your efforts bring results. In this episode, Terry and I are chatting about the top ways to measure your marketing and discuss some of the different tools you can use to boost revenue and expand your business reach. Stay tuned. You're listening to Triangle's Making Money Personal Podcast, where we engage in real talk about financial matters that affect our community. Today's episode is sponsored by Triangle Credit Union, recently voted Best Credit Union in New Hampshire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Making Money Personal Podcast. I'm Liz here with Terry, and we have a fun episode for you. We do. We do. Anytime that we get together, and it's just, you know, not that we don't enjoy our guests, that's for sure, but we just enjoy um, talking about marketing. I mean, we've worked together for so long, and uh, marketing is a passion of ours, so um, we're excited about you know, sharing our tips, anything that we have found to be useful for us. So I'm excited about for today's topic. Absolutely. And I did want to share too, that we had actually gotten some comments from a few of our listeners that they are small business owners, and they particularly enjoyed listening to some episodes regarding marketing and and all of that. So we wanted to kind of do another one about this and just give them more ideas and tools to to try out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this particular episode, we wanted to cover the topic of measurement because marketing is one thing, but measurement is such a part of that. And I think what's so important about measurement is just making sure that our marketing is doing what it what it's designed to do. Right. So can you explain a little bit, Terry, based on your experience and stuff like what measurement is? Sure. Absolutely. So essentially what you're, you know, what you want to look at are the numbers behind your efforts, right? So uh, you look at your ad dollars spend. um, And for us, uh, you know, we as a credit union, we're looking at the number of new members uh, that come in during a promotion versus our ad spend. So that's return on ad dollars. Um, So it it really comes down to... um, Whatever your what you what you would consider income, um, so if you're a small business owner, uh, usually the measurement is revenue or sales, right? So you're looking right. at that versus any cost that you have expended over the course of a period of time. You know, typically it's usually a month. So you're looking at how much money did I expend on my marketing efforts, whether that was digital marketing with, you know, um, any Facebook ads or Google and YouTube ads, um, print advertising, newspaper. I mean, whatever your particular channel is, you want to look at what your ad ad spend is. And then, um, you know, you just calculate, this is how much my, my promotion, you know, um, this is how much it yielded minus the the amount of money from, you know, your your ad spend. And um, then you can do a calculation on, you know, this is what my return was. So we're, we're going to probably get into this a little bit deeper, but, you know, I'll just throw this out here right now. So when you're calculating return on ad spend, which is ROAS, um, basically what you're going to do is you're going to divide the revenue that's been attributed to your ad campaign by the cost of that campaign. So for example, if you're spending $1,000 on ads and you end up re, you know, receiving like $2,000 in sales, 
So you calculate your ROAS by dividing 2000 by 1000. So that's $2,000 worth of revenue by the cost of what it's, you know, what your cost has been. And that gives you a, uh, a ratio of two to one or 200%. Okay. okay. Got it. So that's your measurement, right? So, um, you know, and in terms of small business, that's the mark, that would be a marketing measurement. But, um, you know, typically what ends up happening is a lot of times marketing and sales are joined at the hip. So right. what a lot of small businesses measure are revenue or sales. Um, you can measure lead generation, um, customer retention, which is a little bit difficult, but it can be done. Yeah. Um, brand awareness, which is, a, that is, that's certainly harder. That's a pretty hard one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and in, from a marketing perspective, one of the things that we we like to measure is engagement on our social media. So, so those yeah. are some of the typical things that that we would calculate and what we would measure. So, in terms of again, you know, marketing, I will tell you from you know, I've been with Triangle and the marketing department now for um, going on well, fifteen years, and the amount of the marketing that we have done from we've gone from from an exorbitant amount of print to digital, which is easier, by the way, in my it opinion, is. right? Digital is easier <laughs> to measure, which is awesome. Um, and but here's some of the things that we would measure from from digital marketing perspective: search engine optimization. Everybody knows, yep. like SEO, right? Pay per click and the conversion rate. Typically, it's CTR, which is confl- uh, click through rate, right? Yep. Um, so those are things that you would receive a lot of that information or uh, what we would call data um, from the platforms that you're using. And we're going to get into that in a a little bit, I think, right? Yeah, we can list a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that um, there's so much out there to try to track and measure. And digital tools have definitely made it a whole lot easier Mm. to do that. And I think if you're you're a small business owner, you're likely already using these tools. I mean, if you're on social media, you get reports, you get dashboards, you can get a lot of this information right from Meta or Twitter or uh, mostly even Google. I mean, in fact, most LinkedIn, of the LinkedIn, LinkedIn yep. yeah, I mean, all of these platforms, they kind of provide all of that for you um, right off the bat. The question is, is how do you know what to do with it? Right. You know, you get these, you get this information and you're, you then have to look at it and decipher, okay, you got to, you got to click through rate that's what you know one percent mm-hmm. is a good bad right you know and that's that's the next challenge and that's why um it's important to to learn how to do these measurements and how to drive them towards your specific goals because it's very specific to what you're trying to accomplish from right. a business perspective well you know um because we do work together so closely on on so many projects but a little um fyi that liz um Liz and I actually work, we look at data together, right? Because a lot of times I even wonder like, am I looking at the right data? And what is this data telling me, right? So we we do have so much coming at us uh, in terms of the, the platforms that we use. You know, one area that we do measure our, our website, you know, website, um, which is through Google. We, we look at our website traffic all the time. So the information that's available to small business owners um, is it can be a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that one of the, the largest struggles or challenges is, um, as you had mentioned, Lizzie is deciphering the data 
and, you know, allocating time, right? When you're a small business owner, you're marketing, you're producing, you're selling. Um, If you have, you know, if you have employees, you're probably doing payroll. I mean, there's so much. But what I would encourage a small business owner to do is look at your team. And if it's just you, then it's going to, I can understand that that's a major struggle. But if you have other people on your team, allocate an hour a week Mm. to the data that you have available. And what is that data telling you? And and to your point too about, you know, if you're, if you're getting cost per click and it's like, you know, 17 cents or something like that, what does that mean? You know, right. How relative to the industry. And that's where it's going to take some research. You've got to go right. back to your industry. And this is, it's a it's a very simple Google search, but you can ask, you can ask Google, like, what is the cost per click, the average cost per click for the financial industry for my right. Google ad? Um, the other day I just did this on a, we had a, we provide marketing dashboards after all of our promotions and, and one of the, um, one of the, analytics that came back was cost per click. And I think it was like 27 cents or something like that. And it was a social media ad. Mm. Um, our reach was like, you know, 6,200 in our footprint. And then we had a cost per click of seven of 27 cents or something like that. I didn't know what that meant. So I went out and I just Googled, what is the average cost per click financial industry, New Hampshire, and it ended up being like $3.22 or something like that. So that to me says, look, I spent yep. a lot less and I got, you know, great results and I spent a lot less. So that's right. information that I can feel, A, feel good about, right? And B, I know that it's good quality content because so many people clicked on it, right? Right. So, um, and then I can go back to, you know, my manager or our CEO and, and we can talk about this is how we performed. And I know that we're doing well. And that, of course, you can look at, I can get so gener- uh, excited about this. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk. I promise. Lizzie. No, you're doing great. <laughs> but, you know, the other thing, too, is like once you have those social media ad campaigns running, you know, it's go back to your website and look at your traffic. Go to Google. And you can yeah. talk about this because you always do this for us. But um, you can tell people how to get into Google and look at the website analytics for that, Lizzie. So if, to see if there's like a correlation between your ad campaigns, right, that you're saying that you're doing on social versus your website traffic. Correct. Yeah. And if you're leading people to particular pages, this is this is what Terry's talking about. If you're if you're doing a social media campaign and you're trying to send them to one of your website pages, you're getting the data for the the engagement on social media, but you want to see the engagement on your website. Now that's a different platform. So you go over to Google Analytics. And you, if you have a Google account, if you're already set up with this, I don't think it's too tricky to set it up if you have a Google account already. Um, you may have to do that. I don't know if it just comes by default, but you do have access. So once you set it up, you just get in there and you can you can look at the analytics for particular pages and you can set up you know a, a date range to review what the traffic was to that page. And so what you'd want to look for is you'd want to look for an, up, an uptick or increase in page landings. Um, Google even gets fancy if you really want to get into it. And they, I believe they can still show you where your traffic is coming from. So they'll mm-hmm. tell you what percentage of that page traffic is coming from social media. So you can kind of follow your campaign through these these levels of engagement from social media to Google. Unfortunately, it's all these different platforms. So you've got to jump from one platform to another. But it kind of gives you a really comprehensive, well-rounded view of your performance. Right. 
And again, these tools are pretty much already there for you, which right. is fantastic. You oh. just have to set them up, right. you know? Right. So now let me ask you about, um, you mentioned social media. What about email? Because I think a lot of small businesses, they probably, when they're starting out, they're probably starting with social media. Mm -hmm. Platforms are there. Say they're running a, a small email campaign. What are the kinds of measurements that they want to track or pay attention to with email? Because you can get a lot of information from those dashboards too, right? Right. Uh, yes, absolutely. And we do, um, we do a lot of email in our marketing efforts. And some of the things that we'll look at um, would be open rate. You know, typically we'll, you know, the, the good thing about email is everybody says, oh, my email box is, I get flooded, I get flooded. And um, for marketers, sometimes we're a little bit hesitant to use email because we, that's the information that we get from back from our consumers or our members all the time is that, well, I get way too many, mem I get way too many emails. Um, but here's the thing about email. It's not dead. It's absolutely not dead. Yeah. So what you want to do as a small business owner, if you are running, you know, you have contacts, um, you know, a, a email list, you can um, dwindle those down into specific groups, right? Groups that may be, tar you know, it might be specific to, um, I'm just going to take landscaping, right? So if you're running a campaign and you're a landscaper and you know that you want to grow your business in um, Amherst, New Hampshire, so you've got a list of a thousand people on your in your email your constant contact or whatever you use so it's a platform for email you can sort that by demographics right by town and you can you know um, create a campaign specific to Amherst then what you want to do is you know let's do a special or some like some type of promotion specific to those um, Amherst residents that you know you might be okay. already doing business with right and you want to so but you know that this is where I need to grow my business I know this is a, a rich environment for me to grow so I'm going to offer them a special promotion or you know a special discount or something like that um, the the key about email is that you have to make sure that it's targeted right so you want to target your audience but you also want to provide very valuable information for that target audience, right? right? Do not send an email for the sake of sending an email. Like, oh, I haven't sent an email this week, so I need to, you know, come up with something. Don't do that. You know, don't, don't yeah. flood somebody's email just for the sake of, you know, you know, uh, making sure that an email shows up yeah. from you on that particular week or whatever. That's, that's just, that's an easy, uh, you know, they're, they're just not going to open it. That's right. why people complain about getting flooded. Exactly. Because exactly. <laughs> they're getting emails that don't apply to them. Right, right. Yeah. So open rate is huge. Uh, I know for us, um, our Triangle membership is very loyal to Triangle. We have well above average open rates for, um, for our email sends. Um, I think that the average, and if I'm, if I'm, the, if I am quoting the wrong number, please, you know, you don't have to let me know, but I think it's about 17%. <laughs> for the industry. Okay. So that's the average open rate for uh, credit unions and banks. We're in the 40 percentile. Wow. So that, you know, that's, that's good. really good. That means that people who get an email from Triangle typically are somewhat interested in finding out what we're, what we're talking about. And then there's the click-through rate, right? So that's the, that's the little button that what, what we would call in the biz as the CTA, <laughs> which is call to action. That's the acronym, uh, call to action button. 
and that would be you know if we were doing a webinar so it would be like register now or if we wanted you to open up a new account uh it would say open account now or something you know whatever the yep. call to action is right so that we measure our clicks um so those are the two huge the other one that we that we do keep our eye on is unsubscribes Mm. We do not want yeah. to, you know, annoy people with um, with our emails. So we do try and, you know, we target audiences, we target our message, and we try and provide valuable information. So those are the things. Unsubscribes. The one thing that we have done, um, I think we've done a better job of, and I would encourage any small business owner to do this as well, is that whatever you're using for an email platform, make sure that it has a managed subscription option. So that people can say, you know what, right. I want to hear from you, but I just don't want to hear from you this yep. often, yep. right? I just got one of those the other day, and they had asked my me to update my email preferences, and yeah. I did that. I was like, I don't mind hearing from you, exactly. but you know, once a week is probably better than every day. Right. Some places email me twice a day, and right. that's a little excessive. Yep. So I mean, and just because, like, as a consumer, or you know, on that on my end of being a an email receiver. I don't necessarily dislike getting emails. In fact, there are many times that email campaigns have worked for me. I've received promos. I've received, you know, discounts. Um, and they've led me to go to the website and purchase something. But it doesn't always work. Right. So I just, I'm not always ready to unsubscribe either. So just because people aren't really always opening them doesn't mean they're just not, they're never going to. Right. It's just sometimes they're more interested in other in other ways, right. you know? Exactly. But to your point, this unsubscribe, it's a great option to have. Um, the preferences, rather. Not unsubscribe, but like the manager preferences. Because right. that way they can kind of be a little more picky. It gives them more control over Absolutely. how they want to hear from you. Yep. So 100%. good point, Terry. 100%. Um, I just want to do this really quick. We're going to go on a break. But I just want to ask you, like, for one, one real line, like, why is measurement for marketing so important? Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know if I can do it in one line, Lizzie. I'll, I'll try and be short. But okay. I feel like that your measurements give you your path to growth, mm. right? So if you're measuring, whatever you're measuring, if you're getting bad results, you need to pivot and pivot mm. fast. If you're measuring and you're, and you're being successful, you know, and again, using research to go out and see what should my measurement be or what's the average for my industry, um, then, and if, and if you're, you're finding that you're above average in that measurement, then keep on keeping on, you yeah, know, you're doing something uh, right, you're doing something right? Wrong. Right. So it, it really, measurement is so important because I feel like that it dictates your path. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it will, it'll tell you just cause you're, just cause you're not getting the results you would prefer. That tells you, like you said, you need to pivot, you need to change something. It's not, doesn't mean you're failing. It just means you need to adjust something. Exactly. And then once you tweak it, you'll find you're more successful right. in that area. Um, yeah, I had some, a thought came to me and it was, um, if, if you're marketing, you have to be measuring. Yeah. Because um, I don't see a point to marketing without getting any feedback, right. any, any understanding of what's working and what's not. Because now you're just throwing money out the window, not knowing where it's going, not knowing if it's working, and you're more likely to waste it. Right. So right. that's just one thought. Yeah. So, okay. Well, well, on that note, we'll take a really quick break and then we'll be back after a word from our sponsor. Do you have a Triangle debit or credit card? If you do, card control just got easier. Our Triangle mobile app offers all the tools you need to manage your cards. Lock and unlock your cards instantly with our card management tool. View your credit card transactions and make payments right from within the app. 
set travel notifications to ensure your next vacation goes off without a hitch. Control your Triangle cards all in one place with Triangle's mobile app and manage them right from your phone. Download today or visit trianglecu.org for more details. And we're back. Thanks for joining us on this episode. So Terry and I are just chatting small business and marketing and measurement. So Terry, I have this question for you about small businesses and just how is it, how can small businesses look for opportunities to track their metrics? This is, it's so rudimentary. It's kind of embarrassing that this is what's on my list, but this is, this is what I have. I have new customer growth, you know, looking at your customer list from year to year, is your customer list growing? Right. So that's, uh, and you can do any of this assessment, you know, I mean, we're calling it whether it's measurement or assessment or what, you know, whatever, I mean, they're interchangeable, um, in my opinion, but you can look at these measurements year to year or month to month or week to week, whatever, you know, however often you want to do that. Um, I feel like that profitability, you know, in terms of, you know, your, so it's new customer growth, profitability, are you growing in your profits? Social media would be about engagement. You know, you could, you can assess your engagement. You can um, assess the click-through rate or the amount of clicks and conversions you get on your social media advertising. Uh, and I do highly recommend on the social media advertising, we're strong. I'm a strong um, proponent of advertising with boosted posts and such. And we've really gone from, because I, I went to a seminar one time and I, and I think it was like, look, video is the future. And so we've tried to go from our, what I would call a, a still post, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't offer any video to more video, right? So yep. I feel like that that's more, that's going to get you more engagement. It's going to get you more clicks and, and hopefully conversions. You want to look at your website traffic. And again, you're assessing this weekly or monthly, depending on, you know, your availability in terms of your time and stuff like that. And if you're, if you're doing an online store, you're going to be looking at orders and, uh, you know, which is your conversion rate. Um, you also want to make sure that you're looking at abandoned carts, because yes. abandoned carts, you know, the thing yeah. about abandoned carts is that means that somebody has changed their mind for a reason. Is it because they found, you know, a lower price somewhere? Hmm. Is it because that your website is painful to work through? You know yeah. what I mean? There could yeah. be a number of reasons why there's an abandoned cart, you know. So those are just some of the things that I would say that um, you should be tracking. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm going to go back to the social media engagement one. I do have a question about that. So a lot of people look at impressions right off the bat and they think, oh, this got, you know, 12,000 impressions. Mm -hmm. But how important are the impressions versus the actual like engagements? Like, I guess maybe maybe more clicks, you know, because people when they when they start looking at their posts initially, they might be like, oh, this got a bunch of likes and shares, you know, but is that really more important than the than the click through rate? I, I would say no, right? You want to make sure you're, no. yeah. so you're not distracted with all the likes and right. stuff like that. You want to focus right. on the actual, the effectiveness of the post that's and right. getting what you want. That's it, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. right. But it, it, that in and of itself is, is a measurement, right? So if you're getting, you know, X amount of um, impressions and then you get, you know, based on those impressions, okay, I'm going to throw out some, I'll throw out some numbers because I feel like that it's, it's yeah. probably better to then you know, to put some numbers behind this. But so let's go back to if you're getting a thousand impressions and you get a hundred clicks, 
right? So that's a measurement right there. Mm. Then, so the next time you do a campaign, you're assessing, you know, so this time I ended up getting 1,500 impressions and I got 100 clicks. Mm. So now you can look at what kind of content am I creating that is, you know, even though um, I got higher impressions, it didn't improve my, my click through rate, rate, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, now you're looking at content and, you know, developing better content, Yeah. you know, or, you know, maybe it's about, you know, your call to action. <laughs> or the time of day it's posted, right? Day. There could you be know, so, there's a holiday so, sometimes or. There's so many variables yeah. when it comes to this. It's a, it's a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. So, um, that's why so I'm thinking like going back to that it is like you know there's a lot of metrics but know which ones to look more at than yeah. others and yeah. so you know impressions are good engagements are good but click through rate which incorporates right. impressions right click through rates the one you really want to look at Absolutely. so you may find when you go into these platforms there's just information everywhere right. I mean you've got like Google Analytics for example you've got bounce rate you know the the number of people on your page you've got how long they spent on your page what you know and so all there's so much information so when you're starting it's important to make sure you just focus on a couple of them find the important ones because you can easily get like your brain can get jumbled with all this information right and um you know your point about doing research on that like researching your your industry like this another thing you can research like what are the most important beginner Mm. analytics to track right for somebody right. who's new at this. Right. Because it can be overwhelming. Yeah. Okay, Terry, what what paid services or free services are out there already? I mean, we've already talked a lot of about some of them. Mm. But what kinds would you recommend people look at first or to just kind of get familiar with uh, for people to track their metrics? A lot of these platforms um, will make a free version available for small businesses. And I would say start there. You don't want to spend a lot of money if you don't have the time and energy yeah. to put into it, right? So if you're just starting off in this stuff, whether it's email or you're doing Google advertising or um, social media, just start with anything that's free. And then I feel mm-hmm. like that yeah. at that point, the, you'll give yourself an opportunity to um, you know, just kind of wade in the waters a little bit and see how much time am I gonna be able to to spend on this. Um, you'll get yourself familiar a little bit with the, um, the with, a, with, with what's out there. And then at that point you can assess your, you know, your situation and say, okay, now it's time to, you know, maybe look at um, some more robust platforms. Um, I know that for our own purposes, we've used Hootsuite in the past. Um, yeah. And I, I, I like Tootsuite because what you could do is um, when you created a social media post, you could basically, you know, whatever platform you wanted to um, deploy on. So if it was Facebook or Instagram, now the same, but uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, they, they would all deploy at the same time. Um, good for scheduling. Good for stuff. scheduling. Yeah. Really good, great for scheduling. Um, and that I think that might have actually been the free version. Plus, they actually have some analytics, too. So um, I can't remember, honestly, Lizzie, outside of of the free version, what the paid versions were looking like. I just yeah. know that for our purposes, the free version worked. Um, I know that Constant Contact also has tiered products, very similar. 
You can, you know, if you've got, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you can uh, deploy to all pages at, oh, that's uh, you helpful. know, simultaneously. Nice. So um, those are the two top ones that I, that I know about and that I've used. And, um, you know, I've, again, I would, if you're new to this game, I would go for free and then, you know, as you get more familiar with it and more comfortable with it, then you might want to look at doing some, uh, you know, doing some paid higher platforms. level. Yeah, higher yeah. level. Higher Maybe like level. a Salesforce or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I know that's more for email and stuff than right. it is for social, but I right. think they might have a social yeah. analytics section. I think um, Adobe might even have one too. They have their whole marketing yeah. cloud. Any, and honestly, <laughs> like you know, there are plenty of their CRMs, right? Customer uh, relationship management yeah. um, CRM. And so, you know, I would just do a little bit of research because yeah. every business is different. So it's just, it comes down to what they want to achieve right. with their CRM. And I mean, going back to your first point of, of sticking with free, at the very least, if you don't have the resources to get one of these platforms, Meta, Meta offers mm-hmm. analytics right within Facebook, you know, Instagram, LinkedIn. LinkedIn yeah, we mentioned Google, that prior. Yep. So a lot of these are just available right off the bat. What those what those other platforms offer is it, it's more organized. It's like a dashboard. It, right. They, they provide it, dashboards. It kind of takes all of this information from all these platforms so you can see it in one spot. You don't have to go to this platform to get the analytics there. Right. And then jump over to that one and jump over to that one. So that may be, you know, a higher level when you have a little bit more in your budget. You know, right. you can afford one of those platforms. They just make it easier. Right. Um, but, and they also probably help with... Um, like you mentioned, like campaign integration. So you don't have to manually go in and like schedule stuff here, schedule stuff there, align an email to it. Like you can probably do them all within this one platform. 100%. So that's helpful too, too. Yep. But um, yeah. And again, I, I, I can't say this enough. Like sometimes just start with Google too. Like mm-hmm. there is just so much available for free through Google that you get um, that's totally worth learning and you could spend hours and hours digging through it and learning stuff. So, um, I highly recommend that as well. Okay. So one other cool thing that, um, is tied to analytics that not everybody might do, but we just wanted to kind of let them know that this is theirs. You can actually track your competitors metrics. Mm. Um, it's called competitor analysis. So there are ways to find out, what your competitors are doing and what their campaigns are like and some of their analytics, like some of their website traffic. You can see measures of this um, out there. So there, are, if you're interested in something like this, there are some tools that you can check out to learn more about this. I don't know if you've ever, have you ever? Uh... We, honestly, um, the the most that I ever typically end up doing is just going out to their website. website. Yeah. Or social media, right? right. You can yep. check their social media pages. Right, right. Yeah. So there, these are some tools that can kind of give you a, a little bit of insight into how they might be performing. So you can kind of adjust what you're planning. So a, a few of the ones that I just did some research online that you can look this up uh, through Google or whatever search engine you like to use. But some of the top ones are uh, SEMrush mm-hmm. or SEMrush. Uh, BuzzSumo is another pretty cool one that you can do to um, explore this information. Brand24 and Social Status. Mm. Those are just some tools you can use. We haven't used them, so I can't speak. I've played around with BuzzSumo, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. So I can't really speak to the others. You kind of explore those at your own your own time and your, get your own insight as to what you think about them. Right. But why do you think, Terry, that it's helpful to kind of explore your competitors? For me, it would just be a matter of like, you know, being able to assess my own performance 
relative to my competitors, right? So um, it just gives you a better idea of where you are in the marketplace. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would just say that really that that's, I feel like that that's probably one of the, the strongest reasons why you would be looking at competitive information is, you know, to determine you know what your analytics are, right? You know your performance, you right. know your, your sales and things like that. So it would be, to me, it would just be a matter of, am I doing, am I am I within the ballpark? And am I, you know, am I ahead of the game or am I behind the game? And it really comes back to, again, like, if I'm behind the game, what do I need Pick to it change? Up. <laughs> right, I need, to, I need to do something different, right? I need right. to grow my business or I need to do something different um, to improve my performance. So... And if you're ahead of the game, then, you know, you keep on keeping on. Yeah. It's just another measurement that, you know, and I, again, I mean, if you're not measuring, you're you're probably um, not going to grow. Right. Yeah. So. Sound, sound advice for sure. It's an under-recognized metric, I think, mm. tracking your competitors, yeah. tracking what they're doing. Um, just looking into it gives you some benchmarks. You know, it helps you determine where you are, like you said, where you rank with them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think it can give you some new ideas, too. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're kind of stuck in a rut and you're like, I don't really know what to do right now with my content. I don't I want to make more content, but I don't really know what's good. Just take a poke around out there for what other people are doing. See right. what they're promoting. See how they're doing it. And it might give you some fresh ideas to kind of enter enter the competition a little bit right. faster than just trying to drum it all up in your head, you know, out of nowhere. Uh, If you're interested in any of those platforms, you can just go ahead and check them out. And again, go do a Google search out there too. See, there might be more, Mm -hmm. you know, talk to people that you are in business with um, or people you've worked with and see what they think. You know, maybe they're using a tool that you'd never heard of before. Yeah, it's definitely important. It's important to track all these metrics because, you know, like you said, Terry, if you're not measuring, then... (laughs) I work. I did work for a company one time, and that's exactly their their mantra was like, if you're if it's not measured, it's not. Don't do it. Yeah. If, if you can't measure it, don't do it. Yeah. You know. For sure. So, so. very cool. Well, uh, I think that's about it, Terry. Was there anything else that you would you want? No, to mention? no. That you that wraps it up for for me. Um, again, you know, I'm sorry if I talk too much or I get I do get very I'm very passionate about um, marketing in general. So. Um, this is definitely uh, interesting to me. I hope it's interesting to you. <laughs> I could tell her eyes were lighting up as she's talking about click-through rates and, and all these terms, these acronyms out there for marketing. I will say this. There, there are plenty of times when I do get, when we get in a meeting, especially as marketeers, we'll get into a meeting and we, start, we do start talking about impressions and click-through rates and open rates and unsubscribes and blah, 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 blah right? So... And I have been called on the carpet for that. Like, you need to slow down. I mean, they're, you know, people are kind. Don't get me wrong. They're, no, they're kind. But they're like, this is your world. This is something that you guys talk about all the time. We don't talk about this stuff all the time. Mm. So the one thing that I would say, if you are a small business owner or if, you know, if you're, maybe you're interested in getting into marketing or maybe you're not at all. But if these are terms that overwhelm you, we this is where we live all the time. So mm. I would I would encourage people not to get overwhelmed um, and to just, you know, if you're in a position within the company that you work for, or again, if you're a small business owner and you have access to the back end, some of the, the, the back end measurements like the analytics, just open it up. Just start yeah. there. Yeah. Just start there. 
if there is a term that you don't understand, Google it. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Google it. And uh, yep. that's where I would start. There's so much information out there to learn this stuff. So awesome. Yep. Great. Well, thank you so much, Terry. It was awesome talking to you about this stuff. I hope our listeners kind of gained a little bit more information for Absolutely. their business ventures. So wishing you all the best. Thank you for tuning in to the Making Money Personal Podcast. Bye-bye, everyone. Have a great day. That wraps up this episode of the Making Money Personal Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, we would love to hear from you. Email your thoughts about this show or any other ideas at tcupodcast at trianglecu.org. Thank you to all of our subscribers. And if you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any new episodes or money tips. Thank you for listening and have a great day.